welcome back to just getting started i hope you have been enjoying 20 minutes a day y'all we are in the middle of the month and this 20 minutes a day has not only blessed me but i found some phenomenal things that have really sparked and helped my leadership position and i'm just i'm excited because today i did something extraordinary I did the the other degree that some people don't do. I became a part of leadership in a different way. And so I really want to talk about the the elephant in the room because sometimes leaders, especially young, um, and just not even calling yourself a leader, right? Just you being you, sometimes you just don't fit in. Now, I don't know how to really tell you how to, how to, deal with that but I can tell you my experience right the disconnection how some people see you and they register you and they label you just because you're different that doesn't mean that you're you're bad or you're you're unskilled for you don't have potential it just means that there are some things that some people haven't dealt with and um, today we're going to talk about not fitting in and I am not talking to you just because this is a random topic. I am the product of not fitting in. I should not even be here. Um, Just a quick snippet of my mother and father. Both of them are, I would say, in a deeper relationship, even though they've had six children together. They are in a deeper relationship separate from one another, um, and that relationship consists of drugs. In many forms, drug of love, drug of lust, drug of addictions to, you know, pills, alcohol, you name it. I'm not sure. Um, I know my father is more on the alcoholic side. My mother is more on a um, addiction to fake love, any type of attachment to a man. She she put her man in front of her children um, and... Um, you know, that, that that disconnection that seems it is connected. Sometimes a lot of people, you know, they get offended uh, if you call it what it is. And, and, and I'm that person. I'm the person that speaks of. I'm the person that does not fit in often because I will not shut my mouth. Because some things don't look right, and I will say that. And there's a time and place for everything. But sometimes the time and the place is to say what needs to be said. And it doesn't take much to do it. It just takes the person with the guts that's me. <laughs> I am the person. I'm a risk taker. I'm a person that does something that I'm like, you know what? I feel like God going to bless me with some, some, something, right? And somebody else is like, I don't believe that. And I'm like, okay, well, that's great that you shared that, but that doesn't mean that he's not going to do it for me. Uh, I'm crazy. I have crazy faith and that does not fit in. I'm going to give you a quick snippet of my life and just what background I came from. And I don't know your story, but I'm pretty sure the odds were stacked against you and you didn't fit in. You didn't fit in. But guess what? In the end, and excuse me, y'all, I'm in my chair today. I'm at the computer desk and everything. But I want you to really look at some things and we're going to be still. I'm not going to talk too much today. We're going to be still, but I'm going to let you know that that you're not the only person that did not fit in. You know, I, I was one of those people that did not fit in. I would make a joke that was funny to me, right? You ever made a joke and then you really thought it was funny but nobody else did? That was me on several occasions. Like, 
I would really be thinking like this is about to make everybody's shoes fall off. I'm gonna be have everybody cracking up and everybody be looking back like, did you just really say that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I had a purpose to entertain people, right? Because here's the truth here. I didn't fit in because I was so focused on trying to fit in. Let me tell you my story. I'm from a small town. It's called South Bend, Indiana. And uh, in this town, I mean, you turn around, you on the other side. You turn around again, you might be on the other side. Depending on which, where you started at, it's only going to take you about a good maybe five, six minutes to really get around the town. <laughs> Especially, you know, they might got some upgrades now and things like that. But long story short, um, my mother lived in poverty and I already fit in to the slot that I was not going to make it. I don't know if that's that that's you right before you even got here you you were slotted that you wasn't gonna make it because of what your parents had had chosen for themselves and their product they had closed the lid on success for their children and we had to break out of that uh, my mother had six children I was the last I was 10 years later in the middle of still doing unpredictability God allowed me to be birthed in the middle of that okay they they were claim to be married and you know how black people are they marry but they don't get married no ring no covenant no connection just the kids right just the accountability um I don't know their story because some of them not some of them but some of their memories are not there because what they their habits were so strong that sometimes they can't retain what happened they know there's they're both still living and I love them very much and I thank God that he's brought me to a place that today I'm going to call both and um, or figure out a way to reach both of them to forgive today because I know that there's some things that they did that allowed me not to fit in and, and people judge me off of their their movements and their decisions and I didn't have any way to really recuperate because you know you you get here but you're not asked to be in here but God allows you to be here and he births you through your mother's womb, right? She pushes you into the world. Despite the failed products she produced, you're still here. And I want you to hear me. This, despite, okay, if you're, if you're coming from a place like me, you was born out the gut of something, right? You shouldn't have made it, right? You're a product that, that somebody's like, oh, okay, oh, you should have another baby, right? And you're the last of the last, okay? Your mother's, Failed product is not you, okay? Actually, at the end of this, it's going to make sense why we don't fit in, okay? Even if you are the product of a good household and you see different features in that household that give you notifications that, hey, something's not right here, something's off, and you live in that lack of or you live partially like I did. I lived with my single, my mom was single and she had, um, you know, before they had, uh, what's it called? I think it's called some kind of like date online or something. I don't know. But before they had that, right, they had uh, what we would like to call transpo brothers. <laughs> you would go catch the bus on transpo, which is uh, South Bend, Indiana. They had this transpo station. And it would be men and women, you know, they catching different buses. And down there, that was like a conversation, meet and greet dating site. And that's when my mother met her new boyfriend. <laughs> oh, at the bus stop, okay. So, um... But love is love. Do you hear me? And love can be an, an addiction, especially if it's rocky, especially if it's not submitted in God and it's not covenant and it's not purposeful. It has no direction, no destiny. It can become a drug. And so you want to be careful 
uh, with that. But we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about we don't fit in. I don't fit in here. Um, Just a quick mirror. I realized that even in elementary, there was just something different about me. I could not read well. I had a very um, large speech impediment because I didn't talk, I guess, because my mother kind of she kind of did everything for me. I didn't even really have to say much. She kind of jumped and did it for me. But I didn't want her to because I saw that her love was not genuine. And I saw that at a very young age. Um, there were some things that I discerned that just, it just came out of the closet on me, especially when I was very young. I could see other classmates hurting. I could see their parents going through things. I could see if their mom is hanging out with my mom, something isn't right because I know my mom ain't right. <laughs> so we... I wouldn't say we assembled together at a young age with some of the people that I click with, but I know so many people. But it wasn't because of me knowing who they were. It was because somehow, some way, they were going to be connected to me in my future or as we grew up. Uh, because a lot of the people that know me, um, they are fine. I wouldn't even say that. I, they are redefining themselves in so many ways. They've forgotten a little bit of their image and they don't fit in. You know, now I see them wrestling with, you know, I don't fit. I don't know what I'm going to do here. And it is not because we don't have identity. We do have identity. It's the idea that when our parents didn't know who they were, they just found a habit and kept going. But our generation, I'm a 95 baby. I'm proud to say that, you know, that's a product of a lot of things in 95. Because in the 90s, 80s, parents and people were doing all kind of stuff. And they were also having children. Um... So I was born into poverty. So the lid of my success was to be in poverty. I was born into an attic home. I was born into being a single, my mom was a single mother, um, living in the projects, moving every year or so when the lease is up. That was my projected outcome. I want you to know that. Um, Today, I own a house with my husband and uh, we're looking into doing some more things very soon. But this statement alone, should shake you because you can see that I removed the lid from success from my mom's perception. Um, My dad, I don't know too much about what he had and what he didn't have, but for me and mine, my mother never knew how to drive. And to this day, she never will drive. We have to drive her around. Um, The fear of her getting in a car accident and what she did, she hit a tree with me. Uh, I'm pretty sure she had other experience before she even had me. Um, But the thing is, fear still gripped her so hard that she's I'm gonna say she's she's getting on up there y'all but she will not learn how to drive she doesn't want to know because of that fear and the fear of trying it again um I conquered learning how to drive I think at 16 17 and I was determined because when I lived with my mother we walked everywhere that didn't fit in okay you see all your friends driving right and they see you walking that didn't fit in um, my goal here at the end of this podcast is not to tell you pieces of me and you know me a little bit better. My goal is for you to look at yourself and say, wow, where are some pieces that I know that I didn't fit in at? And I want you to really look at that. Do you understand that even in the middle of something that doesn't look like it's good, it doesn't seem that it's good, um, God will work it for purpose. 
See, my mother never did a lot of things, but it didn't mean that I would not do them. So the passion of seeing her not do them gave me adrenaline and and and, and um, just passion to make sure that I pursued this and that I overcame this and that I did it. See, now, if she had it all figured out, well, then I would have never really needed anything. You see what I'm saying? Um, if I'd never walked through South Bend the way I walked it, I would never need a nav. I would need to get navigation system. I would be lost. But I know my, my hometown so well that they can't fool me when they switch it up and, build, and put new buildings and put stuff. They can't switch up nothing. I know the routes. I know the routes. I know everything. I've I walked the streets. My mother, we didn't have a car. So it became foundational to me that when I look at this and I see the pain of not fitting in, was it really pain? Right? That there it was painful moments. Let me say that. High school for sure. Painful moments. Uh college, painful moments. Uh dropping out of college early. Painful moments. Like just just doing stuff, not even dropping out, but voluntarily unenrolling because I felt that I couldn't do it, right? I felt that I should be focused on paying bills, right? Trying to <laughs> trying to do what I think is right. Um I didn't fit in. I didn't fit in relationship-wise. Let me let me just go into this a little bit, you guys. And I I want you to make sure you stick around in April and May and June. Just keep keep listening. We're going to get there. I'm not talking about this yet. But in relationships, I didn't fit in. See, I loved a different type of love. I've seen my mother love with fake love. See, I love with genuine. And that signed me up for uh, rehab. <laughs> because who's, who loves genuinely in elementary? Okay, who really can see somebody's character in elementary? People are just finding themselves out, right? But I was that weird girl that found some way to love the ugliest thing about the most weirdest different difficult person in the school that was in my grade and um when I started dating it was very interesting because I found myself addicted to that love addiction as well I found it that if I could not fit in here let me fit into this person right let me hide and be in this person and immediately of course you're gonna get rejected why because people don't know how to receive that I didn't know how to give it. I wasn't even probably giving it right then. Um, But my intentions were right. But intentions are just intentions, right? Um, I didn't know how to deal with rejection yet. I knew how to deal with neglect. I knew how to deal with abuse. I knew how to deal with a lot of things, but not rejection. And so when I realized, honestly, that I didn't fit in and it didn't work for me and certain things didn't happen to me and I didn't have certain things right I noticed all of the bad stuff and it kept piling up and uh I'm glad to say that I'm 25 years old now and the reason why this podcast exists today is because I'm on here letting you know that we're going to take a moment to be still I'm going to tell you guys a few things after this that's really going to shape you and mold your mind to for, to you accepting that you don't fit in and that it's purposeful Because what you have in you is so unique that it has to have its own desire and lane that God has stamped you. It's for his will and his kingdom now. Don't want you to get pride and boastful and say, yeah, that's me. I did it on my own. Yeah, I I get it, right? We want to have a moment that we feel good. But you want to give honor and thanks to God because had it not been for him, would you be here? I know I wouldn't. The odds were against me. 
you speaking to somebody that's the product of a baby out of covenant, <laughs> right? You know, your parents are supposed to be married. They're supposed to have an income for children. They're supposed to be a lot of things. Um, but maybe your parents didn't even have that to come out of yet. Maybe they didn't have it. So how are they going to be miraculous parents because you're here, right? Not happening. God has everything set up. He's just so intentional. And so I want to take a time to just be still and let you hear what he has to say. And I'm going to come back and share with you the last little nuggets that I have to share about not fitting in today. So let's just take a minute or two and be still. I'm so excited that God has really been doing some amazing things. And um, as I sit back and I take these deep breaths, even yesterday, I realized that I'm getting better. And so today, I hope that you realize that you're getting better. That you can just sit back and say, wow, I honestly could have reacted, but I didn't. I'm getting better. Um... As you continue to take your deep breaths, right, and you do this exercise that we just, you know, we sit still, we be still, we we breathe, I want to just interrupt you just a little bit here, but in a way directing you back to doing the same exercise. Excuse me. <clears throat> I want you to think of a moment where you didn't fit in to the point where you were humiliated or embarrassed. Yeah, that moment, that moment where you felt like it was hard to be you and people weren't accepting you for who you are. Somebody was not listening. You were saying something, but you weren't listened to. You weren't heard. Your heart was there, but it was dropped. Ooh, that heaviness, that feeling. I just want you to take a deep breath. Today you to be able to release that today I challenge you to be available to feel that hurt and pain and search for the bottom of it what was at the bottom of that when I look at being rejected for honestly caring for people at a young age and um, they didn't know what to do with that right I, I realized that even though I'm the product of fake love or, you know, this uh, kind of like um, give and take relationship my mother gave, my father took, right? I did not have to do that. I was the product of, of true love. I was going to get true love. I knew that. I just didn't know who he was. Today, I am married to my true love, and I'm so happy. Uh, I cannot tell you, you guys. Uh, we're going to do a podcast real soon here, and um, it's something to know that you won't fit in earlier in your life. You, you won't. But later on, all of that will make sense. And even early, even earlier, 
there were some pieces of wisdom that I, I fought a lot because I didn't understand how to apply the knowledge. There was no place um, for a mature person to just release that. You know, you would get rejected for, for releasing what you should. And I laugh because it's nonsense. We entertain ourselves with things that feed us nothing and then get frustrated because we have nothing. So let me take another deep breath. And as we finish up here, I want you to just really this time today, when you say this today is day 16, by the way, (laughs) by the way, but just just really hold on to it and, and really rehearse it. If you got a moment and just you're doing nothing today, just keep telling yourself, wow, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Today is day 16. And my mind is clear and I am focused. Those are two foundational things you need, no matter what's going on today. I found myself being afraid in some areas again, and I made a post. And if you follow us on Facebook, you'll see it. Foundational information in the moment of me not fitting in into certain places where fear and anxiety and other things meet you. There's something in you that rises up. Your character begins to develop a sense of resiliency, right? The potential of you being a reality and an impact shows up at the hardest, deepest moment that nobody sees. Nobody sees that. It's the most dangerous, uh, fracturing, um, fragile piece of you. And that is the angelic piece that says... I am who I am and this is I this is who I am. I am strong here. I just don't know how to exercise my strength. See, in my weakest moments, I was my strongest because I had to let go of what I knew and what I had thought of and what I understood to to, to leave that behind and to go to a new understanding to be who I am right now. I'm a woman of God that serves him in many ways, but you see, for a long time I walked and spoke purpose, but I didn't live it. See, I walked and understood that I had a a calling and I was afraid that since I didn't fit in, I should not try. And I had trauma of trying and I ran into a training a couple days ago that really changed my life. And so I could not get on here and not speak to you about not fitting in because I didn't fit in too. I gave my heart to so many people when I was dating and when I was loving family members and when I was trying to go fix my mom and go fix this, that in the end, they handed me pieces. I said, what are these? They said, pieces to you. I was broken. Broken person trying to, to fix somebody else's brokenness. And the purity that I had in trying to do that, it was mistaken that I was being nosy or I was being um, too brave. I was being too strong. Don't worry about that. And so I'm here today to say this and not for you to take my words and twist them to make them something they're not. Don't do that. Don't you do that. If you're wrong, you're wrong and you understand that. But if you don't fit in, I'm not saying own your don't fit in. I'm saying accept that in the pain, 
that you're able to listen to this podcast. And I'm going to continue to make episodes just like this one, that there's power in the pain, in that moment of pain. How many things have happened in pain? I know that I've experienced a lot of pain and a lot of things have been birthed after pain. I've had to go through the pain. I had to hit rock bottom first. And then came the growth. Then came the stamina of me saying, I cannot let this get me pinned down to where I don't speak, think, or do right. I stood up to my fear. The fear that says I don't fit in. I said, okay, you know what? That's okay. I don't need to fit in here. For my believers, how many people know that this is not our home? How many people know that your body is a vessel and that God has put purpose on you to live it out? That you die empty, that when you rise with him, that you have so many things that you've done that you're ready to just do what he's called you to do in the new life. Lord, there's some things that I'm researching that now I just I just know even even though we're absent from the body and there's no way right now that young people like my age 25 and under or just a little bit up there was no class there was no grief we've seen people die and there's no there's no grieving there's just there's just retaliation there's action there's all these things that we come into understanding because guess what we feel that we don't fit in here even within our own skin we don't fit in here and we're trying to find where do we fit in we fit in god we fit in his presence we fit in his allness, his glory, his, his just everything. You understand? Even being humili- humiliated, okay? God will humble us. Sometimes we don't like it. Sometimes I didn't like it. I didn't like not fitting in. I didn't like not being able to have her. I didn't like being not popular. But then somebody told me the other day in my class, and as I go through this class, y'all, they said acceptance is, so it was poison to be looking like it's, like it's, um, Popularity is poison to look like it's acceptance, but it's really rejection first. To be popular, you're going to be judged. You're going to be looked at. You're going to be ridiculed. Somebody's going to say something about you. And if you can't handle the worst in people, you ain't going to be able to handle the worst in you. You got to fix you before you can fix anybody else. And so if you don't fit in right now, then fit you. Figure out what you do fit in. What do you do like? What habits do you have that are hurting you? What are you doing that's destroying your purpose in reality that you keep saying you want, but you have not done anything? So we're going to go a little bit longer today because I want you to understand that 20 minutes is not enough. Don't be satisfied with 20 minutes. God has his, he has your entire life. Give him 20 minutes, start there, but continue to drive harder, go longer, seek his face daily, find him or let him find you. Stop being so busy and not doing anything. At the end of the day, you will look over your shoulder. There was no productivity. There was no produce. There was nothing that you encouraged or inspired or even ignited in something. You've done nothing that entire day, but you're tired. If you're going to be tired, I heard somebody tell me this. If you're going to be tired, you might as well do something. You might as well live different. You might as well have something that you never thought you could have. You might as well go after that and be tired for real than to be tired from doing nothing. Are you really in your greatest moment right now? Are you in? The, are you challenging yourself to, to stop feeding yourself empty things and promising yourself a whole bunch of things? You can't, you can't stay up doing what you want to do and then wake up and say, wow. I got everything I want. Now, if you're in that position, you may have gotten it a different way, right? Because there's different ways to ma- maneuver. But here's the thing. If you want something that's going to last, you've got to put God in front of it. 
He's got to be in front of it. He's got to, it's got to be a piece of him. Excuse me, I didn't hit the computer. It's got to be a piece of him and it's got to be resembling in his kingdom, in his mindset. God, God has a, 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 a platform and a, a, a mandate for people in his kingdom that they are assigned to do one thing in this one body that we all serve. No job is greater than the other one. But the thing is, we have to learn what our job is and we have to learn how to love. Because you will get to a place where you judge others. You will get to a place. I told you I was that person. You will get to a place where you feel like you can correct people. I was that person too. You will get to a place where all the imperfect pieces that are in you, right? You keep seeing and pointing them and then God will expose you for your lack of commitment to you. And then what do you do? You hide. I was hiding. I was not trying to be in my potential. I didn't want to speak and make a podcast. I didn't want to do this. God sat me down a year ago, just about, it's almost a year. And he said, aren't you tired of not doing what I told you? And I was. I was. I was supposed to jump into ministry, but at the time I felt that I needed to just join the army and change my life and do something different. And when I did it, my life did change. And God still blessed me in my disobedience because guess what? My other... My first option, y'all, that I had laid in front of me was ministry. And I did not, I did not not take it. What I did was I had already had made a, an agreement with the army and everything. And at that time, I felt that I was in a, in a place that I didn't fit in again. And I said, God, what if I start ministry and I don't fit in? He said, why are you worried about not, why are you still worried about fitting in? You don't, you don't fit in. That is who I made you to be. You are who I made you. You not you when I fit you in somewhere, you're gonna know it. So stop trying to think about it. Just do what I tell you. And so at the end of this episode, I know I went over time. I know it's not 20 minutes exactly, but here, hear my heart. There's some areas that I didn't fit in. And I had to be there. I had to go through that, not fitting it in. And I looked at it now, years later. Had I not went through that, had I not felt that feeling, I wouldn't know what it is right now to be accepted in God's sight. I wouldn't know how to just really repent and say, God, I know that you really understand. You accept me here because I know that I was unaccepted in a lot of places. But there's something about Jesus and how he's an omni. He, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, there's something about them that that makes you want to desire more. It makes you want to desire to think how they think and how, how they, how, how did Jesus, how did he do these things and then put in the Bible and put out here in the atmosphere that the works that I did, you're going to do greater. And you're trying to figure and think and how and what, and all he needs us to do is guess what? Be still, listen, do and it's sometimes in a different order depending on our characteristics and who we are and what we have hit in our life and how we have not fit in. But I want you to count it all joy. As you listen to this, any area where you felt like something was happening to you and you just didn't fit in. If you could just take a second and just look and think about it. That piece right now, if you could turn it into fuel and how it and, and have it power you or you could even see how it has powered you in that moment where somebody laughed at you and mocked at you that you couldn't read like I did let me tell you something I'm going back to college right now I am going to finish my degree I am going to do these things not because of the mocking and the laughing that I could not read but it was the fact that I believed that I could not read and so I'm proving to myself 
that no matter how hard the word or what critical curriculum content it may be, I'm going to find some way to simplify and define success inside of me and push past everything that said I could not make it. Wow. From a woman that did not fit in, I want you to be blessed today when you hear this. Because it's not that we are meant to fit into places that we don't belong. It is meant that we fit in to places that God has assigned us to. And when we figure out what our assignment is and we get aligned and connected with people, powerful people that are loving people, that are godly people, the options and opportunity, the potential is limitless. Don't worry about not fitting in. Just know that the place that you can find safety and refuge in, where you cannot fit in but fit in, is in Jesus. If you don't know him, he's a savior that saves in the midnight hour, in the broad daylight. He does things that you couldn't even put your mind and wrap it around and think on it. He's done it before you thought it. So if you're excited about being a better you, share this podcast. Share this episode, this one, day 16. Bless somebody. Say, I got a gift for you. I want you to listen to this lady. I don't know why. I just want you just listen to her and tell me, you know, let's talk about it. Because leadership is not just a position. This is a podcast position on anchor in other places, right? But I didn't fit in even here. But you are here still. Because of action you took. That action produces, wow, I'm going to say this and I'm going to get off of here. That action produces productivity. Don't find yourself so busy that you're not producing anything. Especially if you're a leader. Especially if you're in anything that you do. You're contributing to something. Find something that you can give, produce, give, put out. Even if it's a conversation. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I am blessed. I am honored. I am thrilled to be empty after this conversation today, after this episode, to feel that God has just poured in me as I poured into you. Again, I'm grateful. I'm thankful. Please share this episode. God bless you, your family, your finances. And let it be known that if you don't fit in now, there's a season that's coming that God will fit you into the places that you can't even imagine. All you have to do is learn how to be still and listen to the Lord's voice and know his voice. God bless you.